and welcome to another edition of the Tip-Off. I'm Simon, and joining me this week is Arnav and Chris. How are you guys doing today? Great. How are you? I am doing pretty well. Pretty well. Not so well after all of the uh, my playoff predictions I made on the pod last week. Did not think the Clippers could pull through. And the Bucks have put up more of a fight than I thought that they would, and so have the Hawks. I thought all those series would go a lot shorter than they currently are or have gone. But luckily, I didn't write down any of those predictions for write that down. So let's get into our hit or miss session. Chris, we'll start with you. Okay. You said that Carl Anthony Towns would make an all-NBA team this season. Nope, for Cat. Rough season, like we've said previously on the pod. Injuries and bad record for the Wolves. So he did not qualify for one of those three All-NBA teams, like you said he would, Chris. And Chris, you also said that Anthony Edwards would win the Rookie of the Year award. Uh, I went to LaMelo Ball. I never saw the final stats of that vote how many first place votes, second place votes Sage got, but I assume that it was kind of close, but LaMelo Ball ended up winning it. So that does it for you this week, Chris. We'll move on to me. I said that both Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid would make all NBA first team this year. Jokic made first team, Embiid made second team all NBA. So that prediction is wrong. We'll move on to the guest predictors now. And guest predictor Roy said that LaMelo Ball would win Rookie of the Year. Like we said before, he did, and we rated that a two-point prediction. So two more points for the guests there. Arnav, we'll finish with you this week. Oh, boy. You said that Kyrie... Is this over or under 40 predictions coming off the board? (laughs) It's quite a bit under this week, so you don't don't need to take a nap mid mid, uh, hit or miss now. Good to know. (laughs) But Arnav, you said that Kyrie Irving would make All-NBA second team this season. I believe Damian Millard was the point guard of the second team. You also said that Ben Simmons and Chris Stapps Porzingis would be on All NBA third team this season. Ben All NBA trash. Yeah, neither of them made all in, an All NBA team this year, and I bet that you're really kicking yourself for adding Porzingis to this. <laughs> really rough year for Porzingis. Uh, I missed this one last week, but you said that Ben Simmons would win 2021 Defensive Player of the Year award. He did it. Yeah, that went to Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz again. And we saw what we saw what happened to Gobert, right, in the Clippers game. He was a traffic cone. Mm-hmm. Reggie Jackson, Terrence Mann, that scoring, they're scoring over the Defensive Player of the Year. Yep. The uh, li- the defensive liability comes out in the playoffs for Gobert, it seems, the last couple of years. 
but Ben Simmons did not win it. So that prediction is wrong. And then you also said that the Denver Nuggets would win the Western Conference this season. They got swept by the Suns in the second round. So they did not. That was, pri- they that was prior to Jamal Murray injury. Yeah, you made that before Jamal Murray got injured. So we'll let you off a little bit, but it's still wrong. <laughs> You also said that Michael Porter Jr. would have at least one 40-point game in the playoffs this year. I thought he was going to. He had that great first quarter with like 22. Points. Yep. Yeah. Finished and he ended with 26. With, yep. <laughs> what so. a lie. What a scam. And then you also said that Michael Porter Jr. would average at least 27 points per game in the playoffs. He averaged around 17 points per game in the playoffs this year. So about 10 points off. And finally, you said that Steph Curry would make all NBA first team this year. Woohoo. We rated that a two point prediction. And so now the standings are for the shooting percentage, Ethan is still on top. He's still shooting seven for 12, which is 58%. I am still in second. I'm shooting 16 for 44 after an 0 for one week. And my percentage is now at 36%. The guests are at three for nine on the season after going one for one this week. And they're up to 33% on the season. Chris, you went 0 for two this week. So you are now shooting 13 for 56 on the year, which is 23%. And Arnav, you are still bringing up the rear for the second consecutive week after going one for seven this week. And you're shooting 11 for 57 on the season, which is a whopping 19%. Boo. yourself. So we got to get those, get those, um, Percentages up. The points, I am still on top after having zero points this week. I'm still at 37 points. Chris, you had no points this week, so you're still in second with 32 points. Arnav, you got two points this week, and that uh, bumps you up to 23 points from 21 points last week. Ethan, no points this week, but he's still in fourth with 13 points and the guest predictors connected on a two-pointer this week so they are now at six points on the season so that does it for the hit or miss session let's get into write that down for this week and ethan was unable to join us but i got his predictions so we can start with Oh, we'll start with you, Chris. We'll go Chris, Ethan, Arnav, then back to me. I make this prediction that that the team, none of the teams with the best percentages at the top, top three picks, so the three worst teams, none of them will finish in the top three picks in the upcoming NBA draft lottery on Tuesday. Hmm. Does that mean drafted those positions or 
they won't get the pick. So it's huge. Uh, they, they will not. They will not. In they will not finish in the top three in the draft lottery. So I mean, it will I, be three different teams other than the other than the bottom three. As by I'll give it. it, a, it I'm gonna look at the top three teams right now. Just so Houston, uh, I know Houston, Orlando, I think it's Houston, I think. OKC, Houston, Detroit, Orlando. None of those teams will pick in the top three. All right. Pretty pretty long odds in this one. Oh no! Would you like to rate this first, or would you like me to? Um, I'm gonna give it a four. All right, I'm gonna give it a three so Ethan can decide. What, Mister Mister yeah. Matt? Well, you're you need, which I I was playing into. Okay, all right, all right. I'll take you know. We'll let, see if Ethan can do some math. Yep. So as a three point five, waiting Ethan's rating for that prediction. Uh, we'll go on Ethan's first prediction here. He said that. Giannis Antetokounmpo will get a free throw violation in game seven. A lane violation? A free throw violation. One. He takes over 10 seconds to shoot it. Giannis has been struggling with that lately. And he's even gotten the uh, opposing crowd to chant it, count it down for him while he's shooting free throws. It's kind of funny. They're letting him do a free throw routine before giving him the ball. Like, that's just bizarre. He's not happy about it. He wants to do it with the ball. <laughs> but you gave it a one on off? Yeah. It happens every game. Oh, does it? It happens, like, multiple times each game. It should ha- it should happen every game, but the refs kind of give them a little leeway since. Well, the games in Brooklyn, they don't call it in Milwaukee, but I'm sure they will. Play. I'll still give it a two. I'll let Sam decide because I don't know. Oh, I was going to give it a two and let you decide. Well, I guess we decided then. But I'll give it a one. Let's go. Especially, since, especially after Arnov said that. They tend to call it more in Brooklyn than they do in Milwaukee. Oh, for sure. He didn't get a single one yesterday. All right. During game six, did you see Harden? Yeah, Harden Harden was, come on, call it. <laughs> Throwing his hands up in the air. It was funny. The, the crowd in Milwaukee was counting it down. That, those were the Brooklyn fans in Milwaukee. Seemed pretty loud. I know. Well, maybe Milwaukee was doing it for his own good, so he knew where to shoot it in time. <laughs> he took over 13 seconds. Yeah. But that is a one for Giannis. We'll get a free throw violation in game seven. Uh, we'll transition over to you, now for your first prediction this week. I also have a draft-related prediction. I'm going to say that OKC will have two of the top five picks. Yeah, and they have that. Um, don't they have Houston's first round pick? Yes, I think so. Houston. Hmm. 
in the uh, Chris Paul Russell Westbrook trade. Yeah, this year's first round pick. I think it's a, I think it's a pick swap. Okay, who's gonna say? This 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 makes my other prediction a four for sure. Yeah, that's why I, I just said it four. Yeah, I mean, there should be no doubt in anyone's mind. Because okay, is almost a lot, but have one, two, or three. Yeah, so, but if OKC's pick is in it, but not Houston's pick, semantically. Um. Well, I don't know that wrong. that matters. Does that matter? Yep, because that means OKC. But, but except for Houston's one of the teams, too, that can be in it. So I guess yeah, I'm not really but decreasing my odds. But, but it's not their yeah, pick. Yeah, I got it. But I'm just saying, like, the balls, it doesn't matter whose pick it is. It's, it's OKC's pick if, if they get it. Yeah, it's right? OKC's pick. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, they're, it's their it's, they it's not, it's it. not a, their It's pick. not a draft day trade. It's already their pick. But either either way, it wouldn't matter because then Houston would have. I, I think I think it's. But I'm just saying they have enough balls. I think it's top three protected though. Otherwise, Houston wouldn't be so happy about their odds Thank getting you. Yeah. putting here. I, I I agree. It must be. But I will give this a three. I'm happy with that. What about you, Chris? OKC, okay, uh, two of the top five picks. I think they... Don't do it, Chris. Don't do it. <laughs> well... Go with your gut, Chris. So, so basically, they get Houston's pick if they fall outside the top three. So if they can stay in, you know... They... Houston has the best Don't... odds to get a top three pick, though. Not really. They have the same odds as OKC. No, not as OKC. OKC is okay, fourth. Oh, they're fourth. Okay. Okay, so OKC is fourth. I'm going to say, I'm going to give this. What did you give it, Sai? I gave it a three. I'll give it a three. Because it's. Yeah, see? Thank so you. I just, I, just listened, I just listened to a mock draft, though, where that, in fact, did happen, you know. But in that same mock draft, the Timberwolves had the number one overall pick, so let's hope that happens. <laughs> but, <laughs> so you gave it a three? Yeah. All right, so that's a three-point prediction there. For my first prediction, write this down. Giannis and Chris Middleton will outscore Kevin Durant and James Harden in game seven. Is Harden even playing? I do not know. Actually, I'm guessing. Yeah, I think he's playing because... How many points did Harden have last game? Six. I knew... 17, so he, 16 or 17. He's averaging eight points in the last two games. Yeah, but he's also going to be uh, more healthy than the last two games. He's more healthy after playing a combined 90 minutes in their past two games? Yep. You can say anything. It doesn't make it to um, I, I'm still I, – I just don't think it's going to happen here, so I'll say three. I wouldn't say Katie is going to outscore Giannis and Chris Middleton. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how Giannis and Chris Middleton uh, play in game seven on a high state game because 
previously, they have not really shown out in uh, high pressure situations. Games. Yep, high pressure situations. Except Chris Middleton's probably having the best playoffs of his career. I'm going to give it a two. So that is a 2.5 away in Ethan's rating for that prediction. Chris, before we get to yours, we have, I have a little uh, breaking, breaking uh, news update here. Okay. Now, I'm sure that you all have heard about the Chris Paul situation, how he's out with the health and safety protocols due to yep. getting COVID. And now that we know who will be in the Western Conference Finals, the Suns and the Clippers, uh, that series begins tomorrow. And they say that Chris Paul will remain in the league's health and safety protocol, despite Phoenix begins their Western Conference Finals tomorrow afternoon against the Clippers. So he's not available for game one? It's not looking like it unless he can squeeze in two negative tests by game time tomorrow. Well, just if he has one, he just takes another one. I mean, <laughs> what would be hard about that? But he has to get one, so that's the Yeah, he has to get one. <laughs> and as of today, he still is out. So a situation there to watch with Chris Paul. And the Phoenix Suns. So, Chris, we can now go back to you for your second prediction. Atlanta Hawks, Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> last week, this should have made this so last awesome. week. I know, I, I did predict this last week, but oh well. I, also have, I can't lose on this one, though, because I also have Philadelphia in the Eastern Conference Finals. But. <laughs> But that was made a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I'm still going to give this a three, though, just because I still think Philly is the better team. And they're at home. And they just need to I'm going to give it a two. So that's a 2.5 awaiting Ethan's rating for that prediction. And speaking of Ethan, we'll go back to him for his second prediction. He said, write this down, that the Phoenix Suns will lose to the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. Oh, he took my third. Okay, that's okay. Um, No Chris Paul? No Chris Paul for probably only one game. No Kawhi Leonard for? Probably the whole series, but that's just speculation. He is listed as out indefinitely. So they haven't really put a uh, timeline on his injury. And they're, they're leaking out that he's not going to be back, which means he's going to be back. <laughs> this is a very tricky time to rate this prediction because if Chris Paul isn't playing and Kawhi Leonard is, that's a two. But if Chris Paul's playing, Kawhi Leonard isn't. That's a three. And if they're both playing... I would say Chris Paul is more likely to play than Kawhi Leonard in this series for sure. I'll give it a three then. Game one, I don't think either of them are going to play. It's a three for me. I'll give it a two. 
I'm going to give it a two because I was going to make the prediction. So, <laughs> but I was Chris probably stopped. expecting a three from you guys. So, yeah. <laughs> something doesn't add up there. <laughs> <laughs> so but, but I'm just that this is a this is a this is a little retribution on math. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should have given it a one. <laughs> <laughs> it went to change to what it was though. It would still been a two. So, so what did it change? Nice. What it was from you. <laughs> But that is a two-point two, two point prediction. Uh, we'll go back to you, Arnav, for your second prediction. For my second prediction, I'm going to say that Zion Williamson will leave the Pelicans after the end of his rookie contract in 2023. Um, I'm going to give that a three because that just doesn't happen. Yeah, we don't really see a lot of um, people coming off their rookie contracts hold out, especially the better ones that can that are probably going to make get that max contract like Zion most likely is, barring injuries. Here's the thing, though: Zion can make enough money off endorsements. He does not really care if he's getting. But he can, but he can make money. it off of that in Memphis too, or wherever, not Memphis. New Orleans. But the news also broke this week that he and his family are very unhappy in New Orleans and what has kind of been a disaster of a um, organization ever since Anthony Davis left or ever since Anthony Davis demanded a trade. Ever since Chris Paul left, really. Yeah, probably in their whole existence, kind of been a train wreck. Kind of like the Wolves. Yeah. So they're they're one of those other teams that bring up relocation a lot when or come up when relocation is brought up. So I'm gonna give this a two though. Seattle can get its own team with all the pieces. I think I gave it a three already, right? Yeah, you did. So so it's a two point five awaiting Ethan's rating for that prediction. For my second write that down, write this down. Joel Embiid will lead both teams in points and rebounds in game seven. In game seven, you said? Yep, against Atlanta. Give that two. What? (laughs) Okay, the the prediction I'm trying to rate, the prediction I'm trying to rate is the series will go to seven, okay? It's already seven. It already is. Right, yeah, then it's definitely a two. Like why Trey Young is on the other side. So is he gonna yeah, he could get a lot of points. I is guess. he gonna Just outscore Joel Embiid? Is Joel Embiid gonna 50, have more 50. I would say Young? it's fifty and and hundred percent that Embiid's gonna have the most rebounds. I just think I don't think that Trey has a lot more responsibility of distributing the ball and, like, carrying out the offense. When, on the other end, Embiid, all he has to do is really go dunk the ball. But has he done that? <laughs> consistently. Yeah, consistently throughout the games. It's a game seven, so he better. At least for your sake. I'm going to throw an assist, and I'll give it a four. Yep. So, I'm, a, or, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Blocks? Nope. Okay. 
I still don't think rebounds is a given, though, either. Who's going to have more? Like Clint Capella? Yeah. No. I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not buying that. Game seven? Once again, have has Philly ever won a high-pressured situation game? Well, they're going to lose, but he's still going to get more points. That doesn't add up, but whatever. I mean, okay, throw, throw in that Philly win, and I'll give it a higher rating. Uh, I will, too. I don't, I don't, I don't need that. Like, I, well, I, but, but, I, but your logic, you're saying this, it, that won't happen if they don't win, so why not just throw it in? Because it still could happen if they don't win. Right. Exactly, which is why it's very lower. But it's not likely. Right, but the, a little bit of likely – that isn't the only situation in which, in which it can, you know, there's also 50, 50 that they're going to win the game. And that this happens too, you know, maybe even more like, than 50, like 50, I rated your like prediction. 60. I don't think it's 50, 50. That's why I gave well, your I mean, hot win a three. In, in, in our, in our, apparently in our write that down two is not 50, 50 though. Cause I, I get, yeah, I got rated one for a 9% chance. So, um, not by yeah, us. <laughs> yeah, well, I got rated two. You got a three and a four from us. Yeah, that is true. You did get a three and a four from but us. That's nine percent. I should get. I should get at least that. But you had damn. a three and a four, Chris. Fair okay, enough, okay. Let's, let's go through Fair all enough. the games. We we don't need to do that. I'll just take right, my two, yeah. and you guys can reap the losses on your next predictions. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. You'll just you'll just get your two points. It's easy. Or, or it won't even matter because it's not going to happen. I don't know. I mean, yeah, my, if I go with my prediction, right. it can't happen because the Hawks are going to win. But I mean, the mid-range jumper is not dead. You can shoot a couple of twos. It's okay. All right, Chris. Back to you for your third and final prediction that you're going to get a one from from me. So don't try to well, I see what you're saying is I might as well uh, make it an easy. Joel one. Embiid will score at least four points in the in the <laughs> in the, in, the, in game seven. Zero disqualified. <laughs> so that is a one for that rating. That is actually your prediction. Well, if Simon's gonna rate my real one a one, then I might as well make this one and get a one. At least I get one. Well, even if Simon rates uh, rates it one, you still have two other ratings. Well, I suppose, but I don't, I don't trust Ethan. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I'll say, I'll fair. make my other prediction. Um, I'll make my other prediction just because it's more fun. That is, the Montreal Canadiens will be your Stanley Cup champions. <laughs> now you're going to get two ones because <laughs> Arnav doesn't. No. I have no idea what the hell to write that. Well, Simon was just, just going to predict the Golden Knights were going to be champion. So, and they're playing them right now. So. Yeah, and I wasn't writing that down for a one, so. Right. Uh, I'll give it a two. This, this is not just that they're going to win this series. It's that they're going to win the next one, which is even less likely. So I'll give it a two. But that's what I was saying with the Golden Knights, too. I had the same prediction, except with the Golden Knights. 
you know. But I, I was nice enough to respect that I knew you were going to do the Golden Knights prediction, so I just did the Canadians instead. So. I'll give this a two also. Making that a two. For a two-point prediction. Well, the, the, the thing is, it's very unlikely to happen, so I don't even have to be <laughs> mad about getting a two because... <laughs> All right, we'll go to Ethan for his third prediction. For his third prediction, he said, if the Nets do not win game seven, at least one of their big three will be gone before the end of the season, next season. Where do you think Kyrie will go? I guess Ethan's not here to answer that. Boston, baby, bring him back. Yeah. Timberwolves, Toronto's a regionalist. He could come here and he could protest during the day and play basketball at night. <laughs> I'm going to rate it a four. Yeah, yeah, I, I rate it a four. So that is a four point prediction there for Ethan. We'll go back to you, Arnold, for your third and final prediction. For my last prediction, uh, I'm going to go to the Olympics. I'm going to say that Luca will average at least 10 assists and Team USA will win gold. Luca on Team USA? No. no. On okay. Team Slovenia. So, so this is a, like a multi-team prediction here. Yep. Um, well, you get a minimal parlay bump for predicting Team USA. I mean, and Luca for 10 assists... Well, I guess the only thing there is, can the other guys on his team score? You know, that's... Which they can't. I'll give this a two. I really got to give this a two as well. That's fine. I'll take it. So that is a two-point prediction there for you. For my final prediction, write this down. (laughs) The Orlando Magic will have the number one overall pick in the 2020 one NBA draft. Yeah. Taking his claim at a 14% chance. Yeah, so let's see. Let's see if your um, ratings add up to your percentages, Mr. Analytics. Well, I got to count on Ethan here on this one. Um, no, I'll give you, it a yours, three. Yours. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm giving this a three. Because that's what you gave my 9% chance. So I'm still being way fair. What other teams have a better chance of getting it? Like what? Uh, Minnesota? No, no other teams have a better chance. They're the favorites? Well, three teams have a 14% chance. Oh, okay. And they're one of them, yeah. I'll give it a three then. So that is a three for that rating. You got to make Ethan rate thought- that one anyway. Don't tell him what it is. We just want to know what his rating is. You let I him think he's three? deciding. All right, I can ask him. Yeah. Because we want to see how consistent his math is. <laughs> he just has a bias towards Timberwolves, I guess. He might. We don't know that. Maybe if he does this the same, then maybe he has inside knowledge. He gives us a four or something. Well, that does it for Write That Down. We're going to take a little break and come talk about some playoffs once again.
Welcome back to the tip-off. And we have, we're have we seeing two game sevens this year in the second round, and both of them are happening in the Eastern Conference. So let's start over there, and let's start with the Atlanta Hawks versus the Philadelphia 76ers in a series that I thought think a lot of people thought would be over by now, including myself. And I believe you also said that on off. Chris, you were more hesitant last week when we talked about it, thinking that the Hawks still had a chance down 2-1. But here we are, 3-3, Philly, in Philly. I believe that game is tomorrow. And which brings up um, another, or which brings up another conversation we had last year during the bubble about Philly. You and I did Arnoff. We were we were both very high on Ben Simmons last year and thought that if or when Philly lost in the playoffs in the bubble, that they should build around Ben Simmons rather than build around Joel Embiid. Uh, one year later, are you still on that um, thought process there, Arnoff? Personally, I get that Joel Embiid is a better post player, and he was a he was an MVP candidate this year. But I would still build around Ben Simmons because there's just so many unknowns with Joel Embiid. Like he clearly knows what he has to do. He clearly knows that he's supposed to get in the paint, get in the restricted area, body people, just baby Clint Capella, and they'll win the series. But we see that they're blowing 26 point leads because Embiid wants to settle for outside jumpers and Embiid's just I'm scared every game that he's almost injured or this is it he's done for the season so I would rather build around Ben Simmons because I know what he's giving me like four shooters around Ben Simmons and I'm gonna play him at center I feel like that's better than Joel if you would just switch Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons positions or, or play them both. Play them both at the four and the five. And well, you can't play um, Simmons next to Embiid really because then there's no spacing. Unless you put more players, yeah. Unless you put Joel at the three, so he can shoot even more threes. Yep. See that? That's just terrible. He's a capable shooter, not not a great shooter. He's definitely more um, uh, dominant when he's in the post, backing other guys down. He looks like Shaq almost. Probably not as dominant as Shaq, but uh, next tier down. And he can he has the ability just to take over games whenever he, he feels like it. And that's where we see the weakness in Philly there. When, when he, uh, like you said, when he steps out, starts taking those mid-range and even three-pointer, three-point shots there. That he's, when he starts settling. That being said, he's still the most dominant player on Philly. I like him more at the three, 
free throw line than Ben Simmons. I think he's more reliable in the clutch than Ben Simmons. And I'm going to go back on what I said a year ago and say, keep Embiid, trade Simmons. Imagine Ben Simmons at the five. Okay. It's just amazing. You have a center that is great defensively, can get putbacks, can get tons of rebounds, is an inside presence, and he doesn't need to take shots. He doesn't want to take shots. Like, and he'd be a good passer. Yeah. Be like a, a Jokic, except for smaller. But smarter, <laughs> stronger. Faster, quicker. Yeah. Defensive player of the year, basically. But their offensive games are nearly, um, or at least the scoring part of their offensive games aren't comparable. What I'm trying to say, though, is it's getting harder and harder to build your offense around the center unless it's like Jokic, who is a great passer, who's probably the best passing big man we've seen. But apart from that, like, it's very difficult to build around center. Yeah, but that's that's also due to the fact that we've seen the Hacka Hacka people at the Hacka end Simmons. of games. Yep, Hacka Simmons it is now. And if I had to choose either Embiid or Simmons to be at the free throw line at the end of a game, I'm taking Embiid. Really? Even after you missed those two clutch free throws? Yep. Because I believe Ben Simmons didn't do any better. I, I actually saw a stat. He was like 14 for 40 in the series before last game or something at the free throw line. And he, had missed more, he missed more free throws than the entire Atlanta Hawks roster has in the series. <laughs> and last game I was watching, last night, they couldn't even play him. In uh, at the end of the game, due to the Hacka Hacka Simmons, and taking that off, taking the defense off the court there, not having him be reliable enough to have him play uh, both ways, and having to call a timeout to put him back in, slash take him out after every possession, doesn't work quite too well for Philly, and that's why. We've seen such a collapse there with Philly in the second round so far. I think Seth Curry is the most clutch player on that team. Seth Curry has been outstanding. Followed by Korkmaz. Yep, Korkmaz is also hence, been good. Hence the reason they lose against Atlanta, and I don't know why you guys keep holding out your optimism, but Philly like will win this. I Are just, we sure Seth can't just have offense running through him? Like, he's, he's stuff, brother. I think it's a bit. He's dumb too. I think it might be their best option at this point. We've seen him being able to um, get his shot easier in this, uh, in this round. 
and even connect on those uh, three-pointers like he has been able to do in his career. And he's really been the best offensive player aside from first half MB in for Philly in this round. He's been the uh, most consistent offensive player, I should say. The Hawks are doing all this without DeAndre Hunter, which is surprising yes. because he's one of their best primary defenders. If Hunter was still in the series, I would think it would be a lot closer to uh, – and even, even uh, or I might even favor Atlanta now that Danny Green's out. But early, Dan, Danny Green's the difference maker. I mean, he's part of their rotation, and now they have to do it's basically the question do you trust Doc Rivers to uh, you fix, it, fix no. those yes, rotations in the playoffs? All you gotta ask yourself is, do I want to bet on Doc Rivers? All you need to ask yourself, right? But all that being said, I still think Philly is a more dominant team in this series. They'll be at home. I think that they'll be able to silence the haters and make an Eastern Conference Finals. And off the record, I think that's where it all blows up for them. What do you think? How do you think this series is going to end, Chris? Oh, I already wrote it down. Atlanta. I predict it's not even close. So you think Atlanta's going to blow out? I'm not saying that, but it won't be in doubt at the <laughs> sound end. Of what you, sound like you did say that. Oh, I mean, close, close being close at the end, but it, you know, it'll, it'll be, there won't be much drama. Let's just put it that way. And Arnav will finish up the series with your thoughts on it, how you think it's going to end, and are we going to see any surprises? I'm going to say Atlanta is going to win in comeback fashion. Like game five? Yep. Well, that would be the most Doc Rivers way to go out. (laughs) Will they fire Doc Rivers after this series? Yeah, they're the first team. They have they. I think they have to blow it up, blow up their roster at least, if not fire Doc Rivers. Why? Why do you want to blow up the roster though? You just trade Simmons if you want to keep him. Just trade Simmons. Trade him. Trade him to the Wolves. Which, which is uh, which is considered blowing it up. I guess fair point. Well, you're not, you you're, know, not gonna, you're not you're not going to run it back with this your same core. Well, then every team every year nearly blows it up. They, 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 don't, they don't trade one of their best two players every is year. Is he one of their best two players? Yes. Ben Simmons okay. is considered one of their best two players. By who? I, I'm just messing with him. By expectation, I guess. It's, it's all expectations. Has he been one of their best Two players in the series? No. No. Nope, not at all. But so you two have Atlanta, I have Philly. Nope. And come back that. Game seven is tomorrow, aka Sunday. So that should be exciting. 
We'll move on to the game seven, which is tonight. We got the Milwaukee Bucks will be visiting the Brooklyn Nets. Win or go home. What do you what do you see happening in this series, Arnold? Or this play game? Giannis at the five. Play Giannis at the five. They're not gonna. Like, okay, you don't want him on Kevin Durant because KD is just gonna get mad and cook him. I get that, but at least he can. <laughs> yeah, PJ does such a good. Like he's so disruptive. He's just disruptive. Okay, I'm not saying he can guard Kevin Durant. I'm not saying he can stop him or he's the KD shot blocker or whatever. I'm saying he's disruptive on defense and he gives it his all every night on the floor. And he doesn't have as much responsibility on offense, so he can expend all that energy on defense. Yeah, I think we've seen this going back to the Houston Houston Rockets versus Golden State days. When they would face off in the playoffs, we saw P.J. Tucker, the primary defender on Kevin Durant in those series. And the Milwaukee Bucks are playing them the same way as the Houston Rockets did. Except I think the Rockets depended a little bit more on him to hit those corner threes than Milwaukee is doing this year. Yep, for sure. But he is def- he is one of those uh, grinded out type players who leaves it all on the court. And did you guys did you guys see when uh, they got into that scuffle? Uh, Durant's yep. Durant's uh, personal bodyguard came on the court and pushed the attacker out of the way. Yeah. He's, he's not coming to any more games. Not anymore after that, but at the time he was his personal bodyguard. <laughs> Did you see that, Chris? Or hear about that? that? Right after they kissed on live TV. No, I don't. I don't know about that. But here's here's why you need to play Giannis at the five, because you can try to take away that little elbow jumper from the free throw line for KD, because he's a better help defender than Brook Lopez. Yeah, and I think Milwaukee just needs to realize that Giannis is more of a Shaq type of player than a LeBron type of player, like Milwaukee probably wants him to be, and. If they just if they just post it, Giannis up and let him cook in the post like a center does, I think that their results would be a lot more favorable than what he's doing, trying to uh, keep taking the ball up past the three point line and reset with the same move every time to try to blow past his uh, primary defender and score. Like you rim. can't blow past him because he's giving you twenty feet of space. Like, mm-hmm. where, where do you want him? They're daring it's him to shoot crazy. three. Which he did not take any in game six. I think that was smart. Yep, I agree. I think his average shot distance was like five feet or something. Which it needs to be, I think. Yeah, and same thing for Embiid, really. Same thing for Simmons. Get in the paint. And Embiid. But even if Giannis does everything right, they still need Middleton to show up. They need Drew to not suck his bad because he's, he's just been terrible. Yeah, Drew has taken a step back this series, definitely, after having a 
really good first series against the uh, Miami Heat. Eric Bledsoe, part two. We're calling it the Milwaukee collapse at this point. How do you think this game's going to go, Chris? Um, Nets. You think the Nets are going to pull it out? Yeah, it's not really, really like they're pulling it out. They're just going to beat them. I mean, I mean they're the favorites. They're going to beat them. Yeah. I, think, I think Harden's going to be in that 70 to 80% range. Uh, health-wise. And Kyrie, I don't think, is going to play again. I don't know if they've officially ruled him out yet. But... Kyrie is probably going to miss the start of the next season. Season? He's probably going to miss the start of the next season, yeah. Wow. Well, that's... a big loss for uh, Brooklyn because it seemed like before he got injured in, what was that, game four? Um, I think so. Seemed like before he got injured in that game that he was going to base, he was, or at the time, he was basically putting Brooklyn on his back offensively and carrying them. And once, once he got injured, you saw Milwaukee go on like a 20 to two run and basically blow that game open. So I think that uh, the Kyrie injury is going to play a factor. And I believe that I saw that the uh, betting lines for this game is a pick em. Started out with Milwaukee minus one, then went to Brooklyn minus one, and now it's a pick em. So for whoever wants to go bet on uh, game seven tonight. Pick them well. Too bad they don't hear this till after the game. <laughs> yeah. But how do you, Arnav, you have, what, what's your Next. final? You have the I'm Nets. I'm picking the Nets. Yep. I think KD is just going to be a monster. I can't wait. Yeah, we'll see how he uh, how he plays after playing extensive minutes the last couple nights. But I think that he'll still be able to produce at a, a near Kevin Durant like pace. Yeah, but but you know what they need from him? They need a fifty ball if they want to win. I'll get it. Probably. Because <laughs> Giannis ain't gonna get to do it. Probably not. I think Durant has definitely has a better chance of getting 50 than Giannis does in a uh, elimination game like tonight. But you both have the Nets pulling it out. I'm going to join you in that. I think the Nets pull it out. Kevin Durant is going to be the best player on the court tonight. And that's no fun. We're all picking the Nets. I'll go Bucks. All right, you can go Bucks. Yeah, I'll go Bucks. Let's go Giannis. I can't. I can't quite. Go. I can't quite pull myself to uh, bet on the Bucks. Not what. Not yet, at least. Um. So that does it for the Eastern Conference series so far. Um. 
Let's head over to the Western Conference where we know the Western Conference Finals matchup. It's going to be the Phoenix Suns and the LA Clippers. And like we said earlier on the show, it's not looking like Chris Paul is going to be available for game one tomorrow. And I also don't think Kawhi Leonard is going to be available for the Clippers tomorrow. So Chris, who do you think's the bigger loss? Or yeah, what do you think's the bigger loss? The Clippers losing Kawhi Leonard or the Phoenix Suns losing Chris Paul? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be give you an answer you don't want to hear, but actually I, I, I reconsidered. I actually think maybe Phoenix losing Chris Paul. And that might be a surprise. I was gonna say it's equal, but and, and I know most people would say Kawhi, but but it's just what they mean to their team. I think maybe not being the second fiddle has helped Paul George. I, I was thinking the same thing watching the game last night, or the last two nights, or their last two games, I should say. Paul George has looked better. Clippers have been successful in those games, despite not having Kawhi. And I think that you got to look back to uh, even his days in Toronto where they had a winning record in the regular season without Kawhi. Whenever Kawhi would sit out, I think he sat out around 20 games that year for uh, rest and so forth and all that stuff. So I think a narrative could be building that how – Valuable is Kawhi to a team. I, I just I disagree hundred percent on that too. I mean, that's ridiculous. The Clippers do not beat the Mavs without Kawhi Leonard. I mean, Kawhi Leonard is one of the most valuable players in the league, and uh, any team would be happy. Then, to then have why him. then yeah. why do his team see, seem so successful without him? Because well, sometimes sometimes teams start. Step it up, you know. I mean, it doesn't. It isn't. It isn't a sign that you know they'd have, you know, great long-term success without him, or that he's not valuable. But it's a good team, and and good teams can have a good players that are good enough to step it up. Yeah. So I think this was the boost that they needed. Do it for Kawhi. I agree. That's why I think the Clippers will win. Do it for Kawhi. So you have the Clippers in this series, or? I, I have that. What you just said? That's what I just said. But you think Chris Paul is a uh, bigger loss to the Suns than Kawhi Leonard is to the Clippers? I do because he he is what made that team go from being you know okay, whatever, to you know in the in the, in the, in the mix. yeah in the mix to be in the final. Yeah, I think I would have to agree with you on that point. What do you think, Arnoff? Who do you think is the bigger loss? I'm definitely going to say Kawhi. Like, I get what you guys are saying about CP's leadership and how that team has nobody really to run their offense and slow the game down for them. But I think the Clippers are really going to miss Kawhi on both ends of the floor. Like... We, we know you don't want to put PG on Booker. 
We've seen that. We've seen that before. We seen he did it on Kawhi and Booker though. Hit that game winner. Hey, yeah, and now there's only one. I'm picking the Suns. In five or six games. It's certainly certainly the probably the the reasonable pick. Yeah, I think the I think if if Chris Paul is able to come back for most of this series and Kawhi Leonard isn't, I think the Suns will pull it out. I think the Suns pull it out regardless, actually, but I think Chris Paul is going to uh, play in game two at least, and I think he'll be back for the rest of the series barring a shoulder injury or a knee injury or something, which... Which, which you can't bar with Chris Paul. Yeah, especially if you've seen his last couple or his only other Western Conference final appearance with the Rockets. He injured his knee in game five, and Houston his ended up losing that series. What'd you say? I said his entire playoff is really, it's just a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. So I think that this is the year that Chris Paul finally breaks through. Gets to the finals. And we'll see the Clippers. Uh, what do you think? Clippers blow it up if they lose in this series? Or you think they're going to try to run it back with Paul George and Kawhi as your core? I think Kawhi like leaves. Is he, is he is his contract up? I think he has a player option. Okay. I don't see him leaving. I think that he'll decline the player option. But and make him give give him more money. Yeah, I would not be surprised if he left though if they lose the series. Maybe I should have predicted that Kawhi was going to leave. You know? Even if they lose it because of him, because of lose it because of Kawhi. Oh yeah, they're going to lose out. it because he's out. Because he's out. <laughs> and then you're just then he's just going to leave after that. This I don't see that. I think he's either going to leave or force Paul George to leave. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't think Let's so. Try to get another when, good player. Well, when, when they put that team together, it was they, – they were considered one of, if not the best teams in the NBA at the time. And to lose in the uh, second round like they did last year, blowing a 3-1 lead. And then everyone started doubting them. And if they blow this one with a new coach and everything, I think that they're going to look at their roster and see that the coaching might have not been the issue as much as their uh, chemistry and the way they play together. Well, PG was coming off an MVP year. Yep, he played. And Kawhi finished won the chip. Mm-hmm. And Kawhi was just Finals MVP. So, like, I get why they were considered that. But we saw their collapse last playoffs. We'll see what happens. Suns in six, five. I don't know. Yeah, I think. I think. I'm going to say Suns in six or seven. 
All right, I'll go Suns in five. Uh, my early took the Clippers. I think it's a, it's a uh, probably un, slightly unlikely, but I just think whenever everyone thinks something's going to happen, and the Suns have a lot of uncertainty, and the Clippers have With shown more a lot uncertainty, of though. moxie, moxie in this in this playoff so far. Who has more uncertainty, though? What if Terrence Mann shoots we don't really know. in game one and goes 0 for 8? They really didn't play. Like, Terrence Mann didn't play at the beginning of last series against yeah. the Jazz. And he was just kind of thrown in there. Even though he stepped up in the Dallas series at the end, he wasn't played at the beginning once again. And then Tyron Lu kind of, I don't know, if he forgot, he just that, saw- forgot about his rotations or something that worked for him, and that's why we saw them go down 2-0 early. Maybe Toronto like- just likes the extra pressure of being down in a series. I feel like Ty Lue went to Pat Bev more than Terrence Mann because he valued playoff experience, but it became very clear that Terrence Mann was now much better on both ends of the floor than Pat Bev at this point in his career. I would agree with you. All we can do is watch the series. Yep, we'll have to wait and find out. Game one is tomorrow. Should be an exciting series. I think I think Clippers pull out game one, though. In Phoenix. I don't think so. Well, I'm, I'm with you. Why? Why would why would we predict that all of a sudden that they're going to win a game one? No, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, aren't they going could down? Be, too could old could you say because Chris Paul's out? Yeah. Could be their death now if they win their first game. Devin Booker plus thirty-five <laughs> or thirty-five plus points. We'll have to and wait camp- and see. Campaign fifteen plus points. But let's let's end like we have last week, and or let's end again with our finals predictions. Have they changed for you, Chris? Well, I guess because I've got. What are my finals predictions? <laughs> no, you're off the record ones. What are my off the record ones? Just so I don't, I don't because remember. I can't reference if they if they change for me. Right. Um, then I don't know if they've changed. Yeah, I don't know either. I just but, thought uh, that you would I, I have would say to my remember. finals predictions. Well, I got the Clippers All right. and the Nets. Now, I think I had the Clippers, the Nets, and somebody else. It's not in the playoffs anymore before. So, um, I think I think you brought up the Clippers last week and we're like, yeah, maybe the Clippers, but probably weren't okay. as serious about it. But you have the Nets versus Clippers. I'm looking at that. Yeah. All right, Arnav, how about you? Nets, Suns. Suns win. All right, he's got he's got the winner too. Suns, huh? I'm I'm excited for CP versus James Harden. CP, there's a lot of narratives here. CP versus James Harden. CP versus Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan. His uh, ex-Clippers teammates, 
And uh, yeah, see. So. And Blake versus Booker to see who can break the Kardashian curse first. Yeah. <laughs> that is. That That's is a funny. funny. Point. That's a funny point you brought up there. All right. So we know we know that 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 series will not happen. I think I think we can now that no we now know that both the Suns and the Nets won't make the finals. <laughs> I think well, yeah. then Philly can't either. Because they got right. Simmons. So we got Atlanta. We got Atlanta, we got Atlanta. and uh, the Clippers. Yep. Which is what what I kinda wanted to pick, but I can't really go again. It's the I think the Nets would just sweep up on Atlanta. So I would say that John too, Collins but is locking up KD. I thought I thought that Philly would do the same thing to Atlanta, but here we are now. But for my finals predictions, I think I'm going to stick with Nets Suns like I did last week and what Arnav did this week. So Nets Suns is my Who finals wins? prediction. Who I got, wins? I got the Nets still. I think they're just too, right. too explosive for the Suns. So Nets Suns, Suns for me. Nets Suns, Nets for you. And Chris? Well, I'm 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 a Clippers Nets, and uh, but I mean I am thinking Kawhi's coming back, but you know I'll stick with that. Who wins? Well, who's your Who winner? Wins? Oh, I have a, I can pick a winner. Uh, I think I think that boy, that's I would have to get a feel by watching some more games, but it, it just right now I go with Nets not because I don't know if Kawhi will be back, so. <laughs> <laughs> you think you will, but probably not. <laughs> oh no! But I mean, I'm not going to predict who wins the finals until you know my gut oh. feeling on that is is played out a little bit. Well, you can pick who you think will win a series between two teams. Right. So I just did. You said Nets. So Arnav has Suns. I have Nets. You have Nets. We all have the Nets in the finals, though. Yep. Should be exciting to see this third round start up and two game sevens. Great, greatest words in sports history right there. Until Everybody the nine game series. <laughs> Write that down. But thank you for joining us as always for the tip off and write that down. Your support is greatly appreciated and if you guys would like, go follow us on Twitter at the Tip Off Pod or our Reddit page, r slash Tip Off Podcast. And you can also uh, give us some of your predictions, hot sports takes, and uh, pod topics for uh, the pod. You can. You say hot pockets? Pod topics. Okay. <laughs> pod topics. <laughs> <laughs> You can give us some of those. Now you're soliciting food. <laughs> yeah. You wish. You must, you must be hungry. I am. <laughs> Late lunch. I don't know if I'm hungry for a hot pocket, though. I don't know if I've ever had one. <laughs> You've never cool. had a hot pocket? Well, I mean, I think I've had stuff like them, but I don't know if I've had an official hot pocket. You don't call know. yourself American. Yeah, we'll wow. have to, we'll have to uh, hook you up there, Chris. See how you like the... Uh, Hot pockets. We gotta switch passports now, Chris. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. 
I, I, you know, in a, in a couple in a couple of years, you'll regret that. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> but you can give us your. You can give us your. I I don't want to switch. I just want to buy yours and have both. All right. Sure. Just buy my passport off me. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think I've done stuff like that. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't look a lot like you, I guess. But you want the biggest ah. you Just want grow this. your beard out a little. Put a <laughs> turban on. You're set. I am. Yeah. I do have a dark complexion. Yeah, just put a turban on. <laughs> I'll just say I put I put on uh, 90 pounds. This is all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> and they believe it. Oh, I, I bet I put on yeah. more weight than you have being back home. Well, I didn't say I put on weight, but I said I have to. If I was using your picture, I would have to say I did. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, you can give us your hot talk. Hot pod topics. Hot pockets. <laughs> Shut up, Chris. He's better than Bill Simmons talking about golf at the end of this podcast. I just fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> But you glad I just... left out my golf prediction today. <laughs> <laughs> Went with Canadians instead. <laughs> that was golf. I didn't know. No, it was hockey. Oh. He was gonna play, he was gonna predict the golf one. Here, he off the record, do... John Rahm wins the U.S. Open. That's what my prediction would have been. Hey, that's Bill Simmons too. Oh, is it really? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> but you can give us your hot. Pod topics. You can uh, hit up either me or Arnov. You can hit me up at Simon is tweeting. You can hit Arnov up at Arnov Singh. A A R N A V S I N G H H. And we'd love to hear your uh, uh, predictions. Uh, we'll put them on the uh, <laughs> we'll put them on the uh, <laughs> pod as a guest predictor, and we'll talk about any topics you guys want us to. And give us a five-star rating, positive review on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Greatly appreciated. And share the podcast with your friends. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. See you then. See you.